0: Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. In the Mississippi Legislature, Senate Bill 2145 funds health care for illegal immigrants. Call your legislator today at 601-359-3770. Ask them to stop Senate Bill 2145. It's not too late. You can help stop this. Paid for by Building America's Future.
1: This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi.
0: It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm gonna Mississippi. Mississippi here I come. You're listening to good things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm gonna Mississippi. Mississippi here I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places and things to do. Now, now. Here's Rebecca.
1: Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. Your turn tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We've got Rhino in studio. And the end of summer may be close, but it's not here just yet, which means there's enough time for you to get in one last vacation or maybe even staycation or getaway. You can find out everything you need over at visitmississippi.org. We're kicking off today, catching up with our hometown girl who is representing our state as well as our country. as Miss USA. That would be Miss Asia Branch. Hey, Asia. Hey, how are you? I am doing well and I know you've been busy. I stalk you on Instagram and think, look at you go. When you first got crowned, you weren't necessarily able to get out and really do the normal things a Miss USA would, but it feels like you've kind of had playing catch up this summer. Have you been busy?
2: Absolutely. I've been so busy. I think we're making up for the past six months um, of not being able to travel. So I'm definitely on my toes and on the go all the time, but it is absolutely amazing.
1: And and I know part of your travels is bringing you back home here to Mississippi this week. Not sure if you're here yet or if you're coming in. Uh, maybe it is tomorrow, but what, what brings you back home? Yes, yeah, so
2: I'll be coming down tomorrow morning, and I'll be... In Jackson, Mississippi, and working towards promoting vaccinations. Um, I know that Mississippi's COVID numbers have definitely increased over the past couple of weeks. And, um, you know, I love my state. I love the people of my state, and I'll do anything to keep everyone safe. So. That's what I'll be doing while I'm there tomorrow. I know you're partnering with the
1: Mississippi um, Health Department. Did they just reach out to you, uh, Asia, and just ask you to come down and maybe be a spokesperson, or how did this partnership come about?
2: Yeah, well, you know, just keeping up with the worldly news, and um, I realized, you know, COVID cases were high in Mississippi and vaccine rates were low, and. And I'm fully vaccinated, and, and I have felt very safe, and I haven't contracted COVID. And I've been able to protect myself and those around me, and, and I wanted that to to be the case for everyone in Mississippi. And so um, we thought it would be good, since it is my home state, for me to come down and just kind of be a spokesperson and a voice um, and make sure that people are aware of the access and, and that, you know, it is free and it's easy to get.
1: Then, if people have questions, I mean, where are you going to be tomorrow, Asia? I'm wondering if they want to come out and maybe meet you and then maybe get their questions answered about the vaccine. I know some of that is the roadblocks to people getting it. They still just, you know, haven't really sat down with a health professional yet and asked all their questions face to face. Or maybe they have some other issues that are keeping them from from going ahead and making the decision. Will there be people there to maybe walk people through anything that keeps them uncomfortable about going forward with the vaccine?
2: Absolutely. And we'll be at New Horizon Church International in Jackson from 2 p.m. to 7 p.m. So, yeah, there'll be people there to answer questions. I'll be there to meet and greet people and answer any questions that I may know the answer to. Um, But, yeah, we'll be there from 2 to 7 tomorrow.
1: And is there anything else that they need to know or to bring just to come by with an open heart and an open mind and ready to sit down and sort of do their part? What if they have already had one? Can they come get their second one? I know there's a lot who's had their first shot, but maybe they just forgot or just have not ignored. That's not the right word. Just put off getting or maybe they have ignored it. I don't know, Asia. You never know these days. To be totally honest, Uh, getting the second one or should they just come out and maybe uh, again, bring their questions with them.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I encourage everyone to come out, whether you've had one dose or zero doses or both doses. Um, but just if you have any questions, any concerns, we'll be there to help you in this journey and along the way. And, and to be of any encouragement that we can be and, and help you have a sound mind because i know i had a little bit of skepticism going into it initially but i'm so grateful that i made the the decision to get vaccinated and um i think it'll really help everyone and and help our state progress for sure
1: well i think if above all people you know ultimately should have an informed decision and i think if you have if the only place you've gotten your information maybe would be the Internet, that may not be, you know, gold standard. So at least talk with a health care provider face-to-face or with your own personal health care provider before deciding completely against uh, something that has shown to sort of help with lowering the numbers of, of active cases, which is always, you know, definitely a good thing. So, Asia, what's left? How much do you have left on your reign as Miss USA? When when do you pass the crown? Catch us up with your
3: life.
2: I passed the crown um, right after Thanksgiving, so my time is coming up pretty soon. I only have a few months left, unfortunately, but I'm definitely going out with a bang. Even just this past month, I have been all over the country, and it has been so rewarding and just so refreshing, and and I hope to keep this up throughout the rest of the year, um, throughout the rest of my reign until November, but yeah, this has been awesome. It's been such a blessing, and Mississippi has been so supportive So encouraging throughout this entire journey. I'm so grateful. Well,
1: we're grateful that you're coming back tomorrow again. That's from you said two to seven here centrally. Which is
2: the what name of the church is it? New Horizon um, Church International.
1: All righty, Asia. Well, you'll have to stop by and see us uh, before you. I guess, pass the crown in November, or heck, if you pass it, you can come on back home, and we'll pull up a chair and catch up with you what's next uh, in your life as well. But we appreciate your time here on Good Things and all that you're trying to do for Mississippi.
2: Thank you so much. All righty
1: pretty cool. I could imagine if you were wearing a crown for six months and you were supposed to be going around and trying to, you know, be the ambassador of USA, but you couldn't. And then all of a sudden everything opens back up. You are probably pretty busy. If you catch her out on any of her social media platforms, you see she loves dogs and she loves kids. And she often finds herself uh, using her crown and her platform to support both. So kudos to her for coming back to Mississippi and at least helping educate those on on something that you know is a good thing I think being educated on it is the good thing your decision at the end of the day is your decision um, with that. Many of you have asked how you can at least um, support J.T. and his family. As you know, J.T. Williamson passed away over the weekend. They do have visitation and services also held centrally here in Mississippi coming up tomorrow and Thursday. They will be held at his home church, his family's home church there at Broadmoor Baptist in Madison. You can catch the visitation coming up tomorrow, August the 4th, from 4 to 7 P.m. The service will follow on the following day. That's Thursday, August the 5th at 11 a.m. And I know many of you who adore him and, and, and have a connection just simply can't make, um, make the drive or make it in. Well, in lieu of flowers, which is usually the traditional thing that most of us do here, at least in the South, and flowers or, or a pot pie, something of that of that nature, in lieu of either one of those, you can help uh, continue his memory and his legacy by donating to the J.T. Williamson Education Support Fund at the Palmer Home. There is uh, a way to do that on our website. They can give you the um, ad- mailing address, or if you are serious about it, you can text us, 601 9-5. Rhino and I will make sure that you get the direct uh, uh, mailing address for that. And as JT would say, five, ten, fifteen, twenty, fifty, 50, whatever you were led on your heart to do um, would make a, a lasting impact in his name. And then the family also asked you to consider donating blood or platelets to Mississippi Blood Services. Man, he was a huge champion for that, him being JT. And just because he is healed of all his needs of blood and platelets does not mean that there's another Mississippi family desperately praying that we show up and still provide uh, that service uh, to give them the hope that they need. Um, or just to help save a life too. So you <laughs> Don't stop doing that. That's a way to continue his legacy and a way to continue his name is to continue to be a supporter of what they do at Mississippi um, Blood Services. So over the last 18 months, donations were instrumental in allowing JT more precious time on earth. So if you did that during We Pushed That, then thank you. You gave him more time with his family. So that's a great way to sort of do something in his honor. And that's something you can also continue to do in his honor would be to keep up with giving blood giving platelets or keeping connected with Palmer home for children and obviously us here at uh, at super talk as well again if you want his full, rundown on all things visitation and jt you can find those over at supertalk.fm and uh, yeah the 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 news people have done a beautiful job with remembering and sharing his story there man today what a mississippi wonder you get a breeze rhino and you're like is that fall
4: no not quite but hey,
1: 85, 88 in Mississippi in July, after you've literally had a week of 100, 105, you're like, wow, I could do this. This is nice. Look at that cool breeze.
0: Yeah, I mentioned it earlier that, that I can I can handle the heat in the daytime. It's August. We live in Mississippi. It's supposed to be hot. But when it's 90 degrees plus at midnight, it's a little too hot.
1: It's a little too hot, but hey, we are getting a little we bit have, of it.
0: We've we've broken that fever.
1: We've broken that fever. We've gotten a break uh, with that. We're going to take a break, but when we come back, we're going to share a very encouraging story about pen pals in two cities. You won't want to miss it. Coming up next.
5: Hello, friends. This is Andy Gibson, your Commissioner of Agriculture and Commerce. If you love agriculture and the great outdoors, and you don't want to miss the exciting new Ag and Outdoor Expo. 60,000 square feet of everything for ag and hunting and fishing, all on display in the brand-new Mississippi Trademark, August 6th, 7th, and 8th. Put on by the great folks at the Foundation for Mississippi Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks, and sponsored by Southern Ag Credit. Shop great deals on the latest guns, gear, clothing, and equipment. There's fun for the whole family. The Axe Women Loggers of Maine, the Fetch and Fish Dog Show, and the Big Buck Contest, Mississippi's largest display of trophy bucks. Saturday night, you don't want to miss the concert featuring national headliner Tyler Farr and hot Mississippi artist Adam Doliak and Hannah Everhart, along with Corey Smith. The Mississippi Ag and Outdoor Expo, August 6th through 8th. For more information, visit
0: MississippiOutdoorExpo.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental. We at Capital Dental want you to be confident in a bright and healthy smile that you can be proud of. We provide teeth whitening to brighten your smile. Book your appointment today at CapitalDentalInc.com. Capital Dental, located in Northeast Jackson on Lakeland Drive. This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico's Steakhouse has been a staple for fine dining in Jackson, Mississippi. Dad has long since desired for me to come work alongside him. And now that I'm here, I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy pour beverages. Our dining rooms are open and we are taking reservations. Our private rooms are also available along with takeout. Call today or stop in to experience Tico's in the second
4: generation.
6: Tico's Steakhouse, East County Lime Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Fresh Gulf Shrimp. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Fresh Gulf Oysters. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Your fresh seafood headquarters. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Highway 51 in Ridgeland, just past Lake Harbor Drive. 601 790 9407. This is Ben Shapiro reminding
5: you to listen to Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3. Super Talk Jackson.
1: want to remind you that there are some great things to do in Mississippi. From events to unique places to visit. So go to visitmississippi.org to find out more. And there are more ways for two towns to keep together now than ever, which is pretty cool. In fact, downtown Watunkas. I have to say that a couple of times with Tonka's Sweet Home Books is teaming up with a Laurel, Mississippi bookstore to offer a pen pal program to the area residents. And I couldn't think of more, more of a good thing. And joining us is Miss Sonia Dykes. She is the owner of Laurel's The Bookstore in the Window to tell us more. Hey, Sonia. Hi, Rebecca. How are you? I am doing well. And I had practiced with Tonka, with Tonka, a couple of times. (laughs) And you know, when you get put on the spot, it is kind of a, you know, a a funny, a funny word to sort of say out loud. But there you go. Now everyone can sort of practice it or sort of laugh at me. But this is a great story. I love it. Um, (laughs) you know, I'm a fan of what Ben and Aaron obviously have done with Hometown there in Laurel. I think everyone in Mississippi takes pride for that. I was so excited to see that they took their task. Balance on the road. And I mean, I know people had mis- mis- mixed emotions about, you know, moving to a different state. But hey, HGTV is a national brand. There was no reason for them to necessarily keep it here at home. And they were able to spread the love to Watonka, Mississippi. Am I, sa- I mean, not Alabama. Am I saying it right, Sonia? Right. Am, yes, yeah.
3: Watonka. Yeah.
1: And so Just say it fast. <laughs> say it fast and then it sounds like you got it. Then, you know? <laughs> Watonka, instead of trying to say it slow. And they did a beautiful exactly. job bringing, you know, everything that worked in Laurel or is working in Laurel and in small town Mississippi to another uh, another community and they're thriving. So, how did this yes. pin pal relationship happen? Because, I mean, there was this beautiful connection between Ben and Aaron and the residents there. You almost now feel like Laurel and Watunka are sister uh, communities. He's going through two very similar, very public transformations. So exactly. sh- share how this sort of developed.
3: Well, my brain is a very strange place, and a lot of odd thoughts flow through it all the time. Some of them I put on paper, and some of them just take legs and run, and this is one of those that took legs and ran, because when I was probably eight, I got a pen pal, and We stayed pen pals until I was late 20s, early 30s, and it was just a marvelous time in my life. And what kid doesn't like to get mail? My daughter would fight her brothers over getting the mail, and and I loved it too. And so it was just rolling around in my mind. You know, the children, the kids now, they don't write letters. You know, they're texting and they're emailing and they're not spelling words all the way out, and that just drives me nuts, by the way. And so they don't write, and they don't address envelopes. And so I thought, well, what a lost art, and what a fun time it was for me as a kid to do that. And my pen pal was actually from Gross Point Woods, Michigan, and I grew up in Jones County, Mississippi. And so I learned so much about a completely different way of life than, you know, just here in South Mississippi. And so my first thought was, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to find a bookstore that is as far away from here as I can get, but stay in the United States. And, of course, I just thought, well, Alaska. It has to be Alaska. <laughs> and I just start Googling bookstores in Alaska like a crazy person. And I pick one for no apparent reason other than their little picture, my eye, and I emailed them. And said, here's what I want to do. Hi, you probably heard of our town on HGTV. (laughs) You know, you're going to throw that out there. And um, they emailed me back really quickly. And in my excitement, I completely forgot how rural um, Alaska is in places. (laughs) So they said, that's a great idea, but we probably don't have the children that you're looking for. We don't have enough to do that. And so during all this searching, I see on Facebook that the barbershop in Wetumpka was sold to a lady, and she's turning it into a bookstore. And the light bulb just goes off. And I said, what a unique experience. These children share something, well, and all of us, but these children share, share something that no one else can share with them, these two hometown towns. And so what a fun thing to be able to talk to somebody about that. And so that's really how it started And again, I did the creeper thing on Facebook and Google, Excuse me, and I just reached out to Diane, the lady that owns the bookstore, and said, hey, you don't know me, and I'm really not weird, but we want to write letters to the children in your town.
1: That's a great way to start a Facebook message, by the way. You really don't know me, but I'm not weird. weird.
3: (laughs) We just want your children in your town to write to us. Um, And she had not even opened yet. So she was kind of like, hey, I love this idea, but you got to give me a minute. And I don't think anybody in Wetumpka really knew what was going to happen. We and Laurel kind of know, hey, people are going to come to your town <laughs> in right. droves. But, so she opened the store, bless her, and start, helped me start this pen pal little group all at the same time. She probably hates me, <laughs> if the truth were told. But that's how it started, and it's just been so fun, and we've had such good response. So how does it work, Sonia? I mean, do y'all pair
1: the children from Watonka to Laurel, or do they get to choose, or is it by age? So, I mean, you have this idea, and then it's the next thing to, you know, encourage or get kids buy-in to actually start the relationship via pen pal and then keep it up so how do you organize all of that or i mean do you send out ideas for them to write about or do you just start the pairing and then allow them to sort of see where it takes
3: well we toss that around a lot because the first thought was well, let's do like the angel tree thing and people can come in the store and they can pick a, tr- a kid off the tree and then i thought oh that's creepy. So let's not do that if I'm responsible for people writing them letters, you know, because right. anybody can come in and grab a kid's name. So I thought that's probably not the most responsible way to do that, um, especially because they're going to have their address. That's right. where the creep factor came in for me. So I thought, not safe, stranger danger and all that. So we mixed that idea really quickly. And so I said, here's what we'll do, Diane. You put a post out on your Facebook page and Instagram page, and I'll do the same. And just tell people if your children are interested in this, you just message us and let us know. And so I you know, I started the trusty spreadsheet and I just started putting kids' names and ages in, you know, and addresses obviously, but and so they were matched really based on their age, um, because you know, there's such a large age difference between, say, ten and fourteen. You know, and we have them ranging from like seven to 14, seven year olds to 14 year olds. That's really so exciting. I tried, yeah, I tried to match them based on that. So it's been really, really fun. Um, I have one little girl, her parents texted me and said, Hey, she hasn't got a letter yet. Can you check on it? So they're really excited. Like the kids are waiting on these letters, and I just think it's such a grand thing. And we've ended up with 11 kids. So far, that have been matched. So that's 22 kids, you know, but 11 pairs writing each other from Laurel to Wetumpka. Do adults
1: get to be pen pals too, Sonia?
3: Yes, because strangely enough, I had someone say, Hey, I'm not a kid, but I would love to write letters too, you know. So can you do this? Can you open this up for adults? And we have 14 adult matches that are writing each other. Now, Two of them, I have a lady from New Jersey and a lady from Pennsylvania that follow me on social media, and so they messaged me and said, I'm not from Laurel, but can I still do that? So I have two people in Laurel that are writing to those two people, and then the rest of them are, you know, Laurel to Alabama or Laurel to Watumka. Or Do so you know how have- long
1: it takes for a letter to travel from Laurel to Alabama?
3: I do not. I have not asked anybody. According to the little girl, it took her whole lifetime. (laughs) Because what I did, um, especially for the younger ones, I just went on Pinterest. I am the Google queen. I think you can learn everything. YouTube, Google, and Pinterest. Those are the three places to go. And so I just went on there and looked for... Okay, I'm going to tell you how old I am. Because back when we were writing letters, my pen pal and myself used to could buy notepads of, um, it was like fill in the blank letters and you check the, you know, it was, it wasn't where you wrote it, but you filled in the blank. And it was usually funny, you know, saying you would mail it and you would send them a blank one and they would mail it. And so my mind was thinking, we used to do that. So I'm looking up letters where you just, you know, templates of letters or whatever. And so I did that. I went through and found some and got some ideas and typed up. Kind of fill in the blank letters. Hi, my name is. I am blank years old. I go to school here, or I have, you know, and I gave them, gosh, probably three or four different types of letters. And then I sent list of things you can talk about.
1: Well, Sonia, we can school. talk about you this can... a little bit longer. Can you hang with us? Absolutely. All right, we got more with Sonia Dykes. She is the owner of Laurel's Little Bookstore in the Window, who has started a pin pal program with Watonka, Alabama. Coming up next.
6: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. A slight chance of rain today, mostly sunny, high near 89. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 67. Your Wednesday, sunny skies, high near 90 degrees. Wednesday evening, mostly clear, low around 67. And for your Thursday, sunny skies, high near 91. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your
0: Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. I'm a speed bump. Did you hear what I said? I'm a speed bump. And if you have cut rate car insurance, the cost to reattach your muffler could really be a bump in the road. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me.
1: Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar & Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.
0: What if there was a paint that could awaken something as old as that Rip Van Winkle guy? Hey, what? Because it could adhere to the most weathered exteriors and completely restore its youth. Hey, there's hair!
1: Feel better, faster.
0: I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. A report from the State Auditor's Office has identified potential examples of Medicaid fraud. The annual audit of federal funds used by state agencies sampled 180 Medicaid beneficiaries and found that 5% were potentially ineligible due to their high income. White says that two individuals on Medicaid own multi-million dollar homes and that the Division of Medicaid doesn't currently have the legal authority to properly analyze and identify these cases. Just one day after retiring, a police chief from the city of Bruce has lost his life. Tony Sockwell ran off the road on Highway 331 in Calhoun County Monday and crashed into a tree. For the latest Mississippi news, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or online at supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett.
1: wants to remind you there's a Mississippi adventure awaiting you. All you gotta do is go to visitmississippi.org to find out more. We're finding out more about the new Pin Pal program that's happening between two states and two bookstores. Here in Mississippi, Sonia Dykes owns the Laurel little bookstore in the window. Sorry about that, Sonia. And she is uh, connected okay. with Watanka's Sweet Home Books. And they are getting kids to be traditional, no digital, snail mail pen pals, which I think uh, is absolutely wonderful. So have the parents really jumped in on this, too, in terms of supporting the kids with making sure they get their, you know, writing done and out to their friend and vice versa?
3: It seems like they have like I said um, before, I've had parents, a parent reach out, you know, because their daughter was waiting expectantly. And then I've had some that said, hey, can you send us those, um, the the -the fill-in-the-blank letters that you have in the list so they can get started. Now, the older ones, the 14-year-olds, they kind of have ideas and thoughts on, you know, what they can write about. But the smaller ones, they've never done this before. So that was, That was the point of all that. And the parents have been reaching out. And some of the parents, that's what's so cool, their kids signed up, and then they're like, hey, I want to do this too. And some of them said, oh, well, now that they see their sister doing it, the brother wants to do it too. So I know of one family that we've got the siblings and the mom are all writing so I just think that's really neat. So they could do that together if that was something that they chose to do. So.
1: And I know you're Pretty looking cool. to expand it. Obviously, you don't want to be, you know, overrun or inundated with thousands of requests for Pimp House. But there's many listening here to Good Things that is in Jones County or Laurel. We've got Jeff on our text line that lives in the Laurel-Jones County area. He definitely understands the impact that Hometown has made on, on their town in terms of visitors and the unique experience it is to be a resident in a, in a town that's got you know such national exposure uh, but so if someone's listening for the first time Sonia is like you know what I walk by that little bookstore all the time or you know I'm in that area I would love to take I genuinely would like to take part in this is there still room for others
3: we do have a few kids um, in Wetumpka that have not been matched and we have some in Laurel that have not been matched and that sounds like we should just match them together but it's an age thing where it's just too much of an age gap I think for them to write and have anything to write about for a long period of time. So we do have a few left that need matches. Um mostly guys, mostly little boys. It's kind of funny. We've had we've been inundated with girls. We've not had as many boys that have you know, I think the boys that have done it their moms have said, "Yes, they would love to do that." So I would love to have some more um 7 to I think more, more upper elementary schools, seven, well, seven's not seven, really upper, but seven, eight, nine year old boys. We're, we're needing some matches there and then a couple that are a little bit older. So we would love to have it. And school has started, so it may be a little harder now. We'll see. You know, I don't even know what school's going to look like right now. But, um, but yeah, after school gets settled and they get in the groove, I think that would be a great thing for more people to get involved and, and advance your writing skills and putting thoughts to paper and that kind of thing. Well, it's so I'd love ask, to have more people. There's
1: definitely that part of it, the educational piece to having pen pal. But I never had one, so I'm one of those that I, I hear this, I hear about it. I'm like, what a cool idea! I can even sense the magic in it, not even having to having experienced it. But it feels awkward, sort of getting started with it, right? Like, I mean, it feels like a relationship, and those take effort and those take time. But it feels exactly. also like though that this. A, this could be you know something it could fill a gap or it could fill a void maybe in your life in terms of having someone to share things with or to just do it the old snail mail way. So, from your experience, I mean, what was it like having your I won't say secret friend, but your friend through the mail for all those years? Did you ever get to meet them in person?
3: We did actually meet. That's how we started writing. We were both on vacation. Together at this not together, but at the same place, and we were in the pool, and I really was probably eight years old, and she was very extroverted and as a child, I was not, and she just came up to me, hey, my name's and I'm from, and what are you doing here and we just got to talking and I and it's so funny, I remember the day they left because they left before we did, and she came to our room and she had a gift for me because we talked every day at the pool and went to the beach and the whole thing. And, you know, the little hotel soaps, they're so small. She had gotten one of those and carved something. I don't even remember what the picture was, but she had carved a picture in that soap and had written me a note. And I was just so taken aback as a child. I thought that was the coolest thing ever. And she said, we should keep writing, basically. And that's how it started. No, we never met each other again, but we wrote consistently up until, you know, like I said, early 30s. I had my first child, I was married, and then she got married and moved out of the country, and we really lost touch then. She moved to Germany, and that's when it kind of just But still, what a special... it away a little
1: bit. Yeah, what a special memories and sort of relationship with that, and I think it's really cool that you're trying to give the two towns in two different states the opportunity to even just explore that, even if it only lasts for a little while. I think it will leave a a really good impact. Tell us a little bit about your bookstore, though, the, the bookstore in the window. If we're in
3: Laurel, where is that located, Sonia? I am at 318 Front Street, and it's a odd unique little situation i am on this i call it the first and a half floor because my ceiling's really low but i'm inside lot furniture on front street and you walk in a furniture store and you go up the stairs and they have this mezzanine that wraps three sides of the store And uh, that's me. I'm upstairs, so it's completely open, so you can see all the furniture. But downstairs, people see all of – I have twinkle lights and everything everywhere. And so I opened um, (laughs) January of 2020. Hello, COVID. So it's been a different experience for me because I've maneuvered through, you know, being shut down right after I opened and all that. But I have had a ball. And the most – for the most part, my inventory – as far as books goes, or used books because I do trade-ins and people donate books and all kind of stuff. I do have new ones, but the majority of mine are used. And then I have gifts and T-shirts. So it's just a regular bookstore, just like you would go in any bookstore. You can get bookmarks and all the paraphernalia that goes and accessories that go with books. And I have toys and that kind of stuff. So, And I just have a ball. We're open Monday through Saturday, um, 10 to 3 so I would love for people to come by, and what's been really cool—people come in and say, "Hey, we stopped in with Tomka on our way here." And Diane says people are coming in there saying, "Hey, we went to the bookstore in Laurel." <laughs> so that's awesome—we're getting the same customer base. So it's really fun. Well, that's really cool. I mean, because
1: even Jeff said he's seen car tags all the way from California to Maine and everywhere in between there in Jones County, thanks to, you know, uh, Ben and Aaron with the success of their show, Hometown. I know they're now getting that, too, in Wetunka. And it's cool to think that they're coming and they're traveling the south. I don't know the distance between the two towns, but it can't be incredibly far. And so, yeah, they're stopping in one, and then they're going and visiting in the other. And, you know, you are like sister towns now in a in a unique way how important though is it for people listening to good things to still just support their local uh, bookstore I know many of our small communities have seen them come and go or maybe they have that one that has stood the test of time I realize you're a little bit newer there in Laurel but but what is the beauty of a a bookstore there on your main street or, or within your own community
3: I have had so many people
1: local people
3: not the tourists, which they're always looking for bookstores, but the local people that will come in and say, I am so glad we have a bookstore. I want a book I can hold in my hand. Yes, I have my Kindle for when I travel, but if I go to the beach or if I'm in wherever at home, I love books, and I hear that all the time, and I love books. I love books. I have them on my bookshelf. I have them stacked on the floor. I love books, and there's just something about it's a very – tactile thing for me to hold the book and turn the page and smell it and, and all of that and see the cover. And it's just the whole experience of reading. Um, and I remember books that I read as a child. I remember those covers. And a lot of times that's what will draw you to the book is the cover. So you find the treasure in the bookstore you didn't even know you were looking for. You're just going in there digging around and looking and you just find all kinds of things. So it's, it's And it's super important to the local economy to shop local because it is the local shops are supporting so many of our families. Because Laurel, downtown Laurel, has just grown by leaps and bounds. And all the businesses downtown are owned by local people that no chains are downtown. Um, if it is, it's like a franchise where they still own it. So it, it just supports so many families in our local communities. If you shop local, it makes a huge, huge difference.
1: Well, I put the charge out to those listening to Good Things. You know, if you need a book for school coming up or whatever it may be, just look and see if your community there has a bookstore, and they may have it on hand for you first. And just always shop local. I mean, support those local bookstores. There's so much rich history and cool connections that you can find. And sit down and, like, read a magazine or have a book or find yourself a pen pal. So, Sonia, if we want to find you online, how do we do that?
3: It's super easy. I'm on Facebook and Instagram, and I'm real original. It's the bookstore in the window. (laughs) So it's actually just the name of the store, the bookstore in the window, and you'll find me on Facebook and Instagram, and I'm posting stuff all the time. Um, And Diane at Wetumpka is Sweet Home Books. Hers is also the name of her bookstore. So you can find both of us and just make that trip. Mississippi, Alabama, and come see
1: us. Alrighty, well, we appreciate your time here on Good Things, Sonia, but you guys stick with us. We got more coming up next. Oh,
0: oh, oh, this Make a donation and help change your life today.
6: No drip roofing and construction online at nodripms.com Whatever Mother Nature dishes out, no drip roofing and construction can take care of it. 601-371-1051 601-371-1051 601-371-1051 Good Things with Rebecca Turner is brought to
0: you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable and friendly staff. Visit trustcarehealth.com to schedule an appointment today. Trust Care. Feel better faster.
4: This is the closing Agam Market Report. At the close of the cotton exchange, the summer cotton was up 24 to 89.87. March cotton was up 25 to 89.58. At the close, the Chicago Board of Trade November soybeans were down 33 and 3 quarters to 1319 and 3 quarters of a bushel. January soybeans were down 33 and a quarter to 1325 and a quarter of a bushel. December corn was down 7.5 to 5.51 and 3 quarters per bushel. March corn was down 7 cents to 5.60 and a quarter per bushel. At the mercantile, October live cattle was up 87 to 128.15. December live cattle was up 45 to 133.20. October feeders up 57 to 165.05. November feeders up 50. 166.70 To 166.70 and at this hour the joins us up 235 points 35,073 I'm Dixon Williams and this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network Do you ever feel like you are in the dark? Well, with a
0: propane generator you'll never be in the dark again at least when the lights go out Enjoy the comfort and safety of knowing you have a propane generator always ready when the electricity goes out Propane generators assure you will always have power Propane Fueled Clean Cooking Hot water on demand, warm and consistent heat and power when you need it most. Why would you choose anything else? Propane, clean American energy. Visit MSPropane.com
4: today. Your midday meeting place. The
0: JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1 here on Super Talk Mississippi. Rebecca Turner. She's
3: smart and pretty.
0: Good things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi.
1: Everything you need to know is over at VisitMississippi.org. And here's a good thing for you. Concerts are back. And one's coming August the 28th. That's Harry Connick, Jr. at the Brandon Amphitheater. And you can win tickets, but only if you have... Downloaded the Supertalk Mississippi app. Now, you can go ahead and buy tickets at ma- Ticketmaster.com or at the Brandon Amphitheater box office. But if you'd like a chance at winning them, especially if you already have that app on your smart device, then just go to Contest and follow the follow the guides or the prompts there for your information. Um, or if you don't have it, here's a good time to go ahead. Just go to your Google App Store or Google Play or your Apple App Store. Download Supertalk Mississippi app. It is free, and the cool part is, whether you win or not, you can stream all of your favorite shows there. You can find things on demand. You can get your super top Mississippi news there as well. So there's other perks to having the free app on your smart devices, but then you, too, can enter the contest to win. If you want to see all the rules and regulations before doing it or even after or just for fun, you can do that over at supertalk.fm. And I am super excited. There's one good thing that starts to come this time of year, Rhino, and they're small and they fly really fast, but yet they don't move anywhere. And do they fly backwards? I don't know if they fly backwards or not, but they're fun and they come in droves. What am I talking about?
0: Hummingbirds. Yes.
1: Literally, we get up and we'll count. (gasps) There was two, and then it's like, ah, there's three, and then I'm like, oh, we have to make sure that we put the other one out, and we keep them full, because I guess it's just been the last couple of years, and and I am learning more about our little hummingbird hummingbird friends that come to Mississippi. If you feed them once really well on your backports one year, they kind of like expect it again. The next year, it's like they know where the good meal's at, and so they will come back to you. So if you were a good steward to your hummingbirds last year or the year before, just make sure you don't disappoint them by not putting anything out this year. Or you can start collecting your own friends, because I think they just... Come around this time of year and start looking for it. And you feel like maybe it's late in the summer, where have they been? But no, this is the time they start getting really good and ready. We should start seeing more and more as we move into August and sort of into September. The reason I remember that is EJ was born the first of September, and when she was itabiti, we would sit outside in the afternoons just to give her some fresh air or whatnot, and we would watch all the swarms of hummingbirds and I've got the best photos and videos of her what we think is like looking at them in excitement. Who knows? She was very little, but it was still cute at the time. But I always remember that sort of time of year. So it is getting to be hummingbird uh, season, so make sure you get out your hummingbird uh, feeders. And I caught this really sweet um, story about a man who fell in love with two of his little birds in his backyard. So like every you know digitally able, capable human, we put cameras where we probably shouldn't, but we sneak them in everywhere. And he put a little camera and a bird and bo- a bird box to sort of film the the eggs to then you know the hatching and watching the parents take care of it coming in and sort of feeding that and what does he do? Everybody who's digitally savvy, he streams it live. But what he didn't realize was going to happen was that we really just needed that good warm fuzzy thing to watch again so he's gotten over like 40 something million viewers that have peeked into his little bird box in his backyard that he put that he put up to watch nature just sort of do its thing without having to post anything on social media that she fed her kids that night or dad going off to work
0: 2021 is mild we had tiger king to keep us occupied last year
1: this is true this is true but baby birds this is to me it's it's so incredibly cute i mean one we are always connected or on all of nature anyway i think anyone who says they're not then you just you have no heart so we don't always get to peek into bird's nest or sort of see behind the scenes for the most part when it comes to parenting Mother Nature is pretty protective and pretty private with it. They don't necessarily just do it out in front of the open like humans do for the most part. I Andy
0: and Jackson on the Seaspire spire text line, be good to them or they come back as
1: giant mosquitoes. Who is that? The hummingbirds. Do they really? No. No, I know. But you should be good to them. I wish they ate mosquitoes. That would be a whole lot better than keeping them filled up with diabetic water, but still – they're very fun to watch. They bring you so much joy. And not
0: house wren's eat mosquitoes? Who? The little brown birds?
1: Well, if they do, tell me what they eat. I will. I know put, bats do. Put out all the bird feeders, all the water bird baths, all the things.
0: You don't tend to see the Disney animation with Snow White and a bat comes and lands on her. Usually it's a bluebird or something pretty, but bats eat mosquitoes.
1: Well, they should have they should have their own time on like they we should they we should elevate their status then. What keeps bats around? mosquitoes? <laughs> well, then I should have a whole yard full of them. At least this time of year. I probably do, but I'm sleeping when they're coming out to eat. But anyway, it's hummingbird feeding time. So make sure you get out your hummingbird feeders and enjoy the good sights in your own backyard. But stick with us. We've got more for you coming up next You've got Sports Talk Mississippi from 3 to 6 with the boys. Rhino and I will be back tomorrow at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things.
0: A Super Talk Mississippi media production.